Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Chris James. Hello, I'm Chris James. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And we welcome you to our ongoing series on radical discipleship, where ordinary people accept extraordinary extraordinary grace. grace. And that's the way that a disciple is made. It's not because you have it all together, not because you have no more sins or things that you need to deal with or dysfunctions in your family. That's not, a disciple is a learner, somebody that is learning Mm -hmm. from Jesus. And we're going through each one of the disciples that he chose, the 12 disciples, and today we are doing Andrew. And Andrew was a person that was not too public, and so he liked to do things uh, one-on-one. And do you think, Chris, that one person... One person can make a, a real difference in somebody's life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think I think the one-on-one is the most important, actually, because hmm. um, it's really personal and, it, and it's meaningful versus one-to-many. There's not that, like, close connection. Hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I know when my mom passed away, um, the, the night that she passed away, like, late, late in the evening, um, I didn't know what to do or who to imagine. call or, yeah. or anything. Yeah. And um, my mom actually passed away of cancer. And so she was planning her funeral and everything already. So wow. the the fr- a friend of mine, she wasn't even a, a really close friend. She was actually my brother's class who was older, mm. um, was playing the harp at her funeral. And so I called her up and I remember her dad answered the phone at like two o'clock in the morning. Wow. He was all upset. You know, who is this yes, kind of thing? And, and I told him who it was. Then he went and got his daughter and woke her up. And I, I remember... You know, I don't think that she said anything that great, that important, whatever, but just the fact that she was there and she listened to me, you know, and and empathized, like changed my life and made a huge difference. And I'll never forget what she did for me. I wonder if she knows that. Maybe now she knows that if she's hearing this program. Never know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, thank you for sharing that because there's very important times in our lives and and sometimes we feel vulnerable for a reason or Mm -hmm. or a tragedy like this strikes. And sometimes we're just going crazy in our heads and and we need to talk to somebody that won't judge us in the morning when Mm -hmm. the sun comes up. Yes. You know, and that one person, if you have that one person, you're Mm -hmm. blessed. Yes. You know, absolutely I, blessed. Yeah, I always tell uh, pastors that they have to have one or two people mm. that they have to be able to call at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. if they're going crazy with their spouses or with their churches mm. or with their theology or whatever, yeah. and that person will listen to them, just be there. Yeah. And then in the morning, you might have changed your mind, you know, when the sun came up. Yeah. I mean, being there is the most important That's it. thing. That's it. Know, and uh, thank you so much for sharing that story. It's a, a very important story in your life, I can see. And, you know, uh, Andrew was that person. He was always Mm. there. You turn around and Andrew was there. Peter was the public one and Peter was his brother. Mm Mm-hmm. And Peter had the big mouth, and Peter yeah. had the big sermons. Yeah, and Peter, he loved you know, to talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was the one. You know, we work in media, and and, and Peter was the one on the platform yes. where you could see it on mm-hmm. TV. Andrew was behind the scenes. He was. Yeah. He was. Uh, you know, he actually brought Peter to Jesus. Actually, but yes. Peter was always the one that you wouldn't find on the spotlight. Mm. But he was there for everybody. Yeah. And so I think we is a is a great thing for us to 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 study him because in some way we could have said that he lived in in the shadows in Peter's shadow, but it's not true. 
because he had his own ministry. Absolutely. And I'm sure he was very happy right where he was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say something to our audience because I always want to talk about Chris and how yeah, incredible no, he is and how he makes all, all the programs being produced so well and everything. You know I can edit this part out, right? <laughs> yeah, but don't edit it out because he always said, I said, why can't I talk about you? And he says, because Andrew doesn't like to be talked about. <laughs> so, so now you know, but he's the one really making things ap- happen here. But uh, Andrew was an eager follower in, in, of Jesus, and he was a personal evangelist, and he had that, that different thing that he, mm. he went for people one-on-one versus the crowd. Yes. You know, yes. and so maybe you are an introverted person and are wondering if God can, can God use you. And we have great news for you. Not only he can, but he wants to, and he has all throughout history Absolutely. used people like like Andrew. Yes, and like Chris. Mm, yeah, yeah. I tend to be introverted sometimes. I can be extroverted, but yeah, my brother's more extroverted than me. Yeah, your sure. brother is a pastor, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. he is. Mm-hmm. Well, who was Andrew? Well, he is the fourth in the inner circle of disciples. Mm. You know, we always have Peter, James, and John uh, in the first, you know, group. Yes, and Andrew is always fourth in the mm-hmm. list. So he was part of the inner circle but not of the inner inner circle yeah he wasn't there at the transfiguration Mm -hmm. and you know many other times i wonder why because you know he was peter's brother right but sometimes for some reason little brother by any chance i I don't know if he was little i I don't know i mean like younger i I, actually we don't we just know that they were they they shared a house and they shared a business yeah uh but we don't know much about their at least i don't know mm. the ages if somebody here in this program does you can you can let us know uh, but they're always min- mentioning pair like brothers yeah. mm-hmm. but obviously peter is a is a colorful character yes. and, and mm-hmm. andrew is not mentioned as much yeah and but he was uh one of the first disciples to be called to full ministry you can read about this on matthew chapter 4 uh, verses 18 to 22. So, obviously, Jesus gave him a great value Yeah. as a disciple. He said, mm-hmm. hey, I need somebody to go one-on-one and, hey, Andrew, follow me. Yes. You know, because Peter's going to mm-hmm. do the big sermons, but actually, you, you have to <laughs> go on the crowd and, and talk. So, uh, who, who was Andrew? Well, we know that part. Peter's mm-hmm. brother. And often, he introduced others to Jesus. Yeah. We one-on-one. Know, one-on-one. We yeah. know that about him because mm-hmm. a lot of the big guys, he brought them to Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to read in John chapter 1 because he was an eager follower. He went to the yes. wilderness to, because uh, John, the, that we now call the baptizer, the baptizer. Yes. <laughs> because mm-hmm. some people say the Baptist, was he Baptist? You know, they, we didn't have the nomination. So yeah. he was the one who baptized, Tized. you know, yes. John the baptizer. And he wanted, he was seeking for something, you know, yeah. and uh, he wanted to listen to John. And, and we're going to pick it up on John chapter 1, verses 35 to 40. All right. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher. Where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. 
Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. Yeah, see, we actually have him by name, and, and you can see the eagerness that he has because the 10th hour is actually 4 p.m. The 6th hour is, is, is noon because of the way they counted time. So, so he has already gone to listen to John, and then he sees Jesus, then he follows Jesus, then he stays with them, and, and I mean, he really wants to be close to Jesus. Oh, yeah, he's not leaving. Yeah. It's an all-day affair. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he, he's, <laughs> he's been waiting all his life for this person, and, and he, he's interested, he has questions, and, and now he's going to start calling everybody that he knows and, and saying, hey, come, we have mm. found the one. The, the, and he was going to do one by one, the ones he loved, his family. He br- brings them to Jesus. So yes. he's going to bring somebody pretty big to, to Jesus eventually. Mm-hmm. And that is who? Peter, his yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, his Starts brother. right at home. <laughs> That's right. Let's let's keep reading on first uh, on John one forty to forty two. All right, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, "We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ." And they brought him to Jesus. Yeah. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which translated means Peter. Yeah, so the first thing uh, Andrew did was, Hey, I got to call my family. I got I to gotta call my friends, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell you, um, I have heard and seen people doing seminars on evangelism and this and that until they're blue in the face. Mm. In the face. But if you didn't become excited about what you found. Oh, yeah. You're not going to do anything. No. And the best evangelism is, is word of mouth. Yes. One to one. I mean, don't you agree? Mm-hmm. With, I no, mean, I know 100%. that there's a lot of people that do, you know, this humongous evangelistic series or whatever, but everybody, or at least half of the people, leave afterwards. Because right. Because they don't find that connection of one on one. You know, if they go to a church and nobody says hello to them, they're not going to stay. But if they find one, two, three, you know, four people that actually connect with them, yes. then, you know, they're more likely to stay, obviously, a lot more likely. Yes. Because there's a personal connection. If you don't have a personal connection, yeah, you don't have a whole lot invested. This is why the best part of, of evangelism is one-to-one. You know, this weekend I had a very interesting experience Um this woman came to see me uh, and says, you don't remember me, but I went to a retreat five years ago where you were there and I was going through a hard time and with my family, etc. And she says, when I came back from the retreat, I felt closer to God and I decided to, you know, follow him, etc. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the husband was right there. He says, okay. and then my husband came to church and he goes, and uh, now I preach. He oh, says, wow. Yeah, he there was, you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, he says, and now I preach. And, and then the son came and then the daughter came and all of a sudden you like, one see this woman uh, talked to the husband the husband talked to the kids yes. and now he's preaching for other people mm-hmm. you never know what one word of of uh, encouragement yes will mm-hmm. do and how he creates a net mm. yes a, a, a network mm-hmm. and then yeah. those people get excited they're going to bring their people to jesus yeah. and and i think that's the the actual real evangelism is is that one yeah it has to be sharing with your friends what's important to you and exactly. what's exciting you exactly yeah. and we find some very interesting things like for example we don't have time to go over it right now but in john 12 uh, verses 20 to 22 some greek people came to find Jesus Mm -hmm. and they went to Philip because Philip was the one disciple that had the Greek name you know but Philip wasn't was very pragmatic he didn't know exactly what to do so he went and looked for Andrew okay (laughs) (laughs) and he said I don't know what to do with these Greeks can Greeks really talk to Jesus Uh, (laughs) you know so so and then Andrew went and what told Jesus right yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah because Andrew was the perfect link 
yeah. from people to Jesus. Yes. So so much so that Philip, the disciple, looked for Andrew, Andrew. the disciple, uh, and said, what do I do with these Greeks? And Andrew said, well, let's take them to Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew naturally was one of those people. And, you know, I am not one of those people. That's the sad part for me. And, and, and God is helping me little by little on this. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable with the bigger groups than with the one person. So when yeah. I sit on the plane, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to, to turn to the person next to me and say, Hi, how are you? Who you know? Sure. Usually they st- they, start. they start the conversation, yeah. and I always tell God, okay, if you really want me to tell something to this person about you, yeah. he has to start the conversation, conversation. <laughs> or yeah. you have to make something happen because I'm so extroverted in my in my profession, sure, but so introverted in my private mm-hmm. life, and yeah. and and you know, Andrew was so successful because he just went one by. My husband is like that. Yeah. He knows all our neighbors. He talks to everybody. Oh, wow. He yeah. you know he and and I. So am, he's very extroverted one he, on one. Uh, on one-on-one on yeah. his private life mm-hmm. you know he has no yeah. problem talking to everybody and their mother and, and <laughs> i am I'm different than that and you know i think uh, it's important for all of, of, of the people that are listening to us that god loves and values the the one soul i mean the longest oh, yes. sermon that we have that jesus ever preached was to nicodemus yes. to one person mm-hmm. audience well and jesus always talks about the one lost sheep and the lost coin and and that, it's always true. one because one to him is important everyone is important yeah yeah and we have stories of people that had given you know one of our business cards to somebody saying download the jesus 101 app mm-hmm. and we get an email later saying somebody gave me one card and or i found it somewhere yes. and and, and you know, and you never know that one contact absolutely it's changes amazing. somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I want to finish this broadcast. You know, everybody knows about Moody, the great preacher that brought so many people to Christ, but so few people know about Kimball. And mm-hmm. Kimball was the one that brought Moody to Jesus. Yeah, the same way that Andrew was the one that brought. Peter to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Peter preached a sermon that you know converted three thousand people. Right. But who brought Peter to Jesus? Yeah, Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> and 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 I mean, the bottom line is, is it's Jesus who's being uplifted. Yes, and don't forget through the encouragement of one individual. So, and that one individual could be you. Somebody could find Jesus today. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus One Hundred and One. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus One Hundred and One dot TV. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101Media. Until next time, live free.